On this episode, we're helping you pick the right resort for your next Disney World vacation. This is episode 265 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, please head out to Facebook and search for the Capture the Magic community and ask to join. Don't forget to listen to the Capture the Magic podcast with Jared and Jamie Lee at CTMPodcast.com. They release new shows currently on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, And then for right now, Jamie has Trip Tales once a month on that same feed. Jared and I release a new Diz Dudes episode every Wednesday, so go out and search for the Diz Dudes and subscribe. Then here at Main Street Magic, we currently have new shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so the Capture the Magic Network has you covered all week long. If you want even more content, including Diz Dudes Live, lots of home live streams right now, uh, (laughs) CTM at the movies, 20% off all CTM Network merchandise, and so much more, check out Club 32 at ctmvip.com. If you're looking for the absolute best in theme park inspired coffees, teas, and merchandise, head on over to expeditionroasters.com. And if you use code CTM15, you will save 15% at checkout. Uh, now, as many of us are kind of stuck at home, uh, is a great time to load up on their delicious coffee. Mm-hmm. And while the, the parks are currently closed, and at the time of this recording, we are not sure what type of extension Disney's going to place on that end of March. Uh, closure, but we do feel that probably sometime today, early tomorrow, uh, we are going to see the closure extended. It doesn't mean you cannot plan your travel, you know, once all of this is is over, you know, going out to summer, you know, next fall, uh, into winter, mm-hmm. you know, even, yes. even rooms, you know, for 2021 right now. And we are so excited to have partnered with ZippityDoo.Travel. Uh, Kendra and her team have been so amazing during everything that's going on, uh, being so helpful, getting people's trips you know, moved or even booking new trips because when this is all over, we all need to go to Disney. We all do. And and we need to relax and we need to enjoy the parks again. So if you go to travelwithzip.com, you can go ahead and enter a, a quick form, just take you maybe about 30, 40 seconds, and you will get a free quote from Kendra and her team. And if you go ahead and book that vacation, and we're talking, you know, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, uh, they do travel all over the world. You know, it's going to be absolutely no additional cost to you. So... Piggybacking on that, and if you are looking at planning your next trip, one of the things that I think is important is to decide on where you're staying. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of times that can make or bake, make or bake, make or break a trip. <laughs> and so we're going to talk about on property, you know, Disney resorts today because there's a lot of factors that go into choosing the right resort right. for your stay. Yep. And if you have never been before, or maybe you've been and you've only stayed at one or two resorts or You've only done the values, you know, we want to give you a little bit, I guess, of insight and info on, uh, you know, how to actually pick that resort. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to think uh, we have a pretty, pretty good knowledge of this as there are currently only uh, three resorts that I've not stayed at, four resorts you have not stayed at. Mm -hmm. So we have run the gamut on resort stays, right? Yes, we have. 
So number one, I guess, what is, I mean, and, and this is the starting point. Everything after this, just take into consideration what this first one states. But what is yeah. number one? Uh, pick a budget. Yeah. And it is a budget on are you more days, less resort or less days, more resort? Yeah. So and by that, we mean, would you, you know, let's just say you have a budget. Let's just say it's 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 thirty five hundred dollars for the resort. No, for your trip. Oh, okay. You need to decide, would you rather move, do more days and stay at a value, or would you rather do uh-huh. less days and stay at a deluxe? Right. Because I think that's important, and you need to have a budget. You know, oh, you need to budget for Disney. Absolutely. Or it can get out of hand. Yeah. Um, if you don't have to have a budget, then that's awesome. I would like to oh, do like whatever to you do. Friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but I think it's important, you know, and, and a lot of the other things will fall under this because if you, you know, if you say I have a $3,500 budget and I want to stay in, a, you know, a, a one bedroom suite at Grand Floridian, then your trip is going to be shorter. But a if you say shorter. I'm perfectly fine doing a room at Pop Century, Mm-hmm. then your trip can be a lot longer and you can make yep. up things for like extra days for park tickets or extra yep. time at the resort. Yep. So I, I think along with that budget is deciding what is your perfect, you know, length of stay. Absolutely. For for us or maybe those that are have the ability to drive to Disney, length of stay is much different than our friends, you know, across the pond in the United mm-hmm. Kingdom right. who are making a giant effort to come and go travel time. Right. For them to come, it may be worth saying we need to stay 10 days for this to really be kind of worth it. Right. So at that point, you may decide, well, under that length of stay, we may need to look at a value or moderate uh-huh. because a deluxe is going to take us out of our, our budget picture. So I think those Correct. two kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That next goes on with, you know, our second one, which is how how long are you staying but most importantly, what parks are you spending the most time at, right? Right. Why Why would that be important, Rhonda? Well, that's important because of where you're spending your park days and time and how much time in the parks, in my opinion. Because, yeah. too, if you're just going to be sleeping in your hotel room and you're going to be at the parks all the time, even talking water parks, then... I would suggest, obviously, a value resort. Totally. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, what do you think? No, I agree. And I think there's two There's two areas here. One is just what you said. If you are rope drop to fireworks, mm-hmm. your whole trip, do you want to spend deluxe pricing to lay your head on a pillow at night and that's it? Right. You know, that may be the time to save the money, stay to value or moderate Use, even if your budget is higher, first of all, it can be lower, but even if it's higher, go ahead and use that money that you would have spent at a deluxe for meals, extra experiences, like a dessert party, things mm-hmm. like that. Yep. I think on the second side of it is, let's just say that you're gearing this trip completely around food and wine festival. Yeah. And you're planning to go for, you know, maybe three nights on a weekend. You're going to check in on Thursday. You're going to check out on Sunday. You're going to just hit up Epcot and food and wine. You're going to spend a day checking out Hollywood studios, you know. Maybe you get a park hopper. You might see the other parks, but look at the Epcot Resort areas. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, Especially if you've got if that's in your budget. Oh, of course, yeah. And, and and if you've got if you've got maybe young children and you think that majority of your focus and time is going to be on Magic Kingdom, you may want to look at Monorail Loop, right. Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. 
mm-hmm. you know, again, depending if your budget allows. So those are the things that you need to look at. If, if you were like, hey, you know what? I'm going for five days and all five days I'm going to Animal Kingdom because it's the best park still. Stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm just saying, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think that that is a, a big portion, you know. Yeah, I, absolutely. We, we love the resorts and we, we tend to spend a lot of time at them. Right. And that's what I was going to say, too, with saying, like, depending on what your park plan is, if, if you don't have a lot of park plan um, and if your budget would allow, I would stay at a more higher one because a resort because the resorts, they do so much and there's so much going on and it's just it's just really cool. Yeah. Well, that I think that leads us to another point we have that, that you just brought up is. And before we get to this one, I will say, you know, if you're a pass holder and maybe you tend to do more of staycations, look at the moderate and deluxe. Yeah. If this is your once a year, once every other or five year trip and you really want to maximize the parks, I think you should look at a value Mm -hmm. or potentially a moderate. Right. You know, so but you, you bring up resort activities and I think this comes into play again with your park plan. If you know that, and, and we usually recommend almost, depending on the length of your stay, kind mm-hmm. of two days on, one day off. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're Especially there for if you're there Florida. for seven days, yep. you might want to go to parks for two, take a day off, go to parks for two, take a day off, and that kind of is going to be close to filling your time. And what are you going to do during those resort-only days? Um, if you are a pass holder and you're not as worried about hitting the parks, this comes into play because... The amount of activities at resorts greatly increase when you go from value to moderate to deluxe. Right. Except for Coronado, which has all the greatest activities in the world. And it's basically <laughs> on a deluxe level. Yeah. But if you're thinking of spending all day not leaving all-star music, they do have some wonderful poolside activities. All the resorts do. And they do. And that's where you would just have to really enjoy spending your entire time at the pool. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. That is a great time. I actually can enjoy it very much. Jeremy tends to get bored sometimes. About a two-hour limit on on pool for me. At beaches, I'm at a two-minute limit. (laughs) So with things like that being said, the value to me, like Jeremy said, is just your pool activities. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when you get up to moderate and deluxe, you you have a lot more different ones. Um, throughout the day, maybe inside, maybe outside. Um, but yeah, I am. Um, I love all of the resort activities, all of them, all the way from the tiny value to all the way to the very much deluxe. Yeah. And there's always going to be something to do. It just depends on how much time you are spending there. And, you know, uh, especially if you look at going, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time at the resort or, you know, let's just say you're there during rainy season and you think you may not end up in the parks as much. Any resort that offers DVC usually has some form of community hall. Yep. that has additional activities and they're actually at really good price points mm-hmm. we had done a bunch at um old key west mm-hmm. before and i know we checked them out at boardwalk when yep. we stayed one time but you know those are things to think about and uh one of the other things that is major is the pool area oh, yeah. there is a huge difference in doing a staycation at a value resort 
which I would still do because I love Disney and there right. are activities and doing it at yacht and beach where they have storm along Bay. Right. Or at Polly, you know, or, or, or some of these areas beautiful that have pools yeah. and slides. Yes. The so values do not have slides at all. Right. So, um, yeah. yeah. How important is that to your trip? Um, yeah, because that's really cool because it's Disney. So you can put, you can slap a, um, the water wings. What is that called? A, um, life vest. Life vest. Yeah, Thank they have you. The life vest. The life vest on your baby. No, we're not I putting not. babies. We've gone over this <laughs> oh, before. Yeah, we Rhonda. have. We're your not putting. Child. We're not. We're not throwing babies down slides. Uh, but a baby could still be like a two-year-old. You could call it a baby. Okay. I think baby draws a limit once they hit maybe one, okay. in my opinion. Anyways. Once they start toddling. Your totally <laughs> two-year-old could slide down the slide, and I think that is so awesome. Yeah. As long as they know red light, green light. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, and then, you know, you all of the resorts have, you know, movie under the stars. Yep. So that's something to take and in consideration. And they continued, correct, on the popcorn. As far as I know, the last we went, they were still doing the pop secret popcorn. And you get um, a bag of free popcorn. Yes, you do. So, you know, I, I but I think activities and pool are something to take. Now, again, rope drop, rope drop to fireworks. Pool and activities may not matter as much. Correct. Something else is, you know, let's just say you are going during June, July, August, September, the hottest months of the year in Florida. You want to take into consideration of which pools are best suited for that. Values are not as well suited. There isn't a lot, I feel like, of shade. You know, or you get to a yacht and beach where you can Correct. actually rent a cabana. Correct. So take that into consideration Correct. in that if you think you're doing a staycation day in, in August, it's not always easy to sit by the pool from, from sun up to sundown. Oh, God, no. You know, you no. will burn out. So what are you going to do in the meantime? Right. Let's talk transportation. Okay. Transportation becomes very important between, and this kind of goes with your park plan, your stays, mm -hmm. you know, values are all running buses. And yep. that can sometimes be a nightmare because the values tend to have the most rooms, right. which means the most people. Right. So you do want to look out for that. Is Skyliner for your family an advantage or a disadvantage? Right. Staying at Caribbean, Riviera, Pop, Art. Mm -hmm. Is that something you guys are excited about and you want to ride? Or is that mm -hmm. something that everybody's like, nope, I will pee my pants if I get on it. <laughs> so then it's not an advantage. Right. Boats to Disney Springs yep. from the Port Orleans resorts. Boats from Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness, heading over to Magic Kingdom. Is monorail something you want to be able to take advantage of? Right. You know, this is all where I think you take kind of these things that we're, we're recommending and you do almost this pro and con oh absolutely you know and and that's going to kind of help you start to narrow down and decide how much does transportation mean if if you are a rope dropper you may want to consider again the location of your resort and if it's bus only because yeah. that can get tough to rope drop under buses unless you're getting up super early right do you budget in uber lyft minivan and honestly with if you're asking me the question, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I say am. yes. Um, if depending on your length of stay, even if it's a three night, four day situation, absolutely one time or maybe two times, I would totally budget in the Lyft, Uber or minivan. Uh, minivan is going to be your most expensive. So that will just be want to be the experience if you want to do mm -hmm. that. Um 
don't get me wrong to do it one time is a great experience yes but also um lift is cheaper and fine to do sometimes especially <laughs> well yeah especially if you're just trying to get maybe to from a resort to a resort for a dinner yeah. reservation or something like that um so yeah. Well, and that's where you need to think about if you are taking advantage of resort transportation like buses. If you're staying at the values such as the All-Stars, yeah. your transportation is much longer on bus to right. three out of four parks. You know, Animal yep. Kingdom's right around the corner. Um, so you have to think about that. If you're in the area of a Caribbean beach, a Riviera, you know, and you're not doing Skyliner, but you are doing buses. Remember, they've greatly decreased bus routes right. because of Skyliner right. to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So think about that. You know, uh, <clears throat> Coronado, in my opinion, is one of the best placed hotels oh, yeah. for all four parks, even though it is bus only. Correct. So if you're staying at a Coronado, I would really consider budgeting in Lyft or Uber with a, a one-time trip using minivan, and I would use that minivan trip for maybe a nice, you know, ADR at Disney Springs or another resort. Or maybe, like, something like Cali Grill. Right. Go over there, eat, have a great night. Either you can watch the fireworks from there or yeah. maybe do a breakfast, walk over yep. to Magic Kingdom, oh, yeah. and then bus back from there. We'd have to do brunch, and that's a hard ticket to get. Yeah. Boys, but you could do the wave. But you could do a breakfast, can't you? At Cali? At the wave, not at Cali Grill. You have oh, to, have to brunch do brunch. Or yep. dinner. Yep. So but you and could brunch do, is only served on Sundays. Correct. But you could do um you know, you could do some of the other resorts. I mean you could do Kona, you can do all But I was just things. trying to say that, you know, something like that, it it's right there a walk yeah. to Magic Kingdom. You go to Magic Kingdom after that, you walk around, enjoy and then all you have to do is take one bus back to your resort. Right. And 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 transportation does become sometimes a make or break. I know oh, there's a lot absolutely. of people that do come back and they're like, you know, we stayed at we stayed at All Star and, and transportation was horrible. And you know, and something you have to think about in All Star is uh, usually open of day, close of day, they are running individual buses to each of the three All Star resorts. Mm -hmm. but, but often midday, mm -hmm. they're sharing a bus amongst all three. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a rope dropper and you just kind of want to mosey in a little bit before lunchtime, you may be sharing a bus with the other resorts. But we've also experienced staying at the Values. That coming home from Disney Springs at nine yes, ten o'clock at night, is it is dropping off at two resorts. Yeah, um, maybe All Star Movies and music, but because I just remember that because I was like, oh we're man, like, we're the second back, one. I want to go. Yeah, I want to go home. <laughs> and so I think that is important. Um, something else that's extremely important is your your travel party size. Yeah, and and always keep in mind. If you have a big travel party, does not mean you need a one room. Not at all. I would look at getting two rooms. Yeah. Like, but you get into a situation where I think this depends so much on, you know, it's, it's very different to say um, we're traveling with my parents, which is going to be a two room situation usually, as, or if we had a third kid. That's where it really gets different because, okay. you know, you're not. You're not staying at Pop Century if you have three kids. If you're a family of five, you're not staying at Pop. You're not staying at, I think, personally, um, any of the values other than potentially a family suite at art right. or a family suite at music. Right. 
So you have to look at things like, you know, uh, Caribbean Beach that has some available fifth sleepers. You want to look at a Port Orleans Riverside has available fifth sleepers. Uh, Coronado does have some family style suites, but you may have to get into the deluxes if you have a family of five. You're going, I mean, a lot of times you're going moderate or deluxe. Right. You know, and when you look at sometimes, again, going back to budget, do you want to spend the money for an art of animation family suite for a family of five, or you could probably cheaper get a Caribbean beach or a Riverside room with a fifth sleeper for less. Correct. Correct. But how important is the extra space? You know, are, are you a family that gets along really well (laughs) Mm -hmm. i I mean you know if your family gets along well or you know that if you cram and honestly this even comes down i mean it's still going to go under budget even if you're a family of three or four Mm -hmm. you may decide that a value still doesn't work because they're much smaller rooms and the four of you will murder each other before the week is done so do you look at a place that offers a one bedroom suite Right. Or a family style studio or something like that. So you guys can have separation. Right. You know, I mean, the family suites are wonderfully laid out at Art of Animation. Even for a family of four that might kill each other. Always (laughs) remember, Art of Animation has the two bathrooms. Yes. Two big, full bathrooms. You have a toilet and let's see. No, the, the sink. So. We can shut the door. That's right. On the outside, you can shut the door and I could be getting dressed and putting makeup on in the sink area while Kaylin is showering or going to the bathroom in the um, other area. Yeah. And then and now, unfortunately, in the what we'll go ahead and deem as the master bedroom that has the um, the bed, of course, and then the bathroom, which is... Um, a just full bathroom yes doesn't cut off anything but it but that makes a big difference at art of animation you know as opposed to a cabin at fort wilderness where you would share you would share a bathroom bathroom. and it's all together you there's nothing right there's no separation yeah so what are you gonna say well i was something else no i was gonna say (laughs) even like in the values you still have that separation you do where you can get ready in the you know, get out of the shower, be getting dressed with the door closed, get um, in the sink area. Yeah. Whereas somebody could still be showering. Yeah. And, and I just think, you know, I mean, we're, I think, I think all families right now are truly learning how much they can put up with each other. Right now. Right. So, right. So, (laughs) so take being quarantine. Let's just say, let's just say you have, you know, a, a beautiful 2000 square foot home. And for the past five days, your family of four has been stuck in it. Think about how that's gone. Then take that and put that into a 250, 275 square foot room and add theme parks on top of it. How will you fare? So I think that sometimes, you know, I can say when, when we've stayed in some of the junior suites at Coronado Springs, and I would like to think for the most part, our family of four gets along extremely well. Uh, kids have actually been doing so, so well these past few days, but often they can get on each other's nerves and they can get on our nerves. Mm -hmm. Having separation is important. Mm -hmm. And again, that also comes down to going back to what things are offered at your resort based on maybe your, your kids ages. You know, if you have kids that you're easily able to allow to wander the resort on their own because they're old enough, think about what there is to do when all of a sudden you're like, 
uh, we all need to get out of each other's hair. You know, we spent 12 hours yesterday at Magic Kingdom, and I don't even want to look at you. <laughs> uh, not that that ever has happened in our family. We want to oh, look at each other 24-7. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, if, if, you know, those are the things that you have to think about travel party size. Yeah. And same thing, though, it still comes back to budget. Yeah, of course. If, if, Always if, does. If, let's just say our budget is deluxe, it's not. Okay, let me go backwards right now. Our budget is value. Mm-hmm. We're going with friends whose budget is deluxe. Do we want to stay at the same resort? Do we need to figure out a way to compromise? Who's compromising? Are we going to a moderate? And then we might spend more, but they get to spend a little less. Like, how are you figuring that out? Right. You know, I, th- I think all of that is so important to take into consideration. Oh, and yeah, these are all the little details you have to think about. It's not as easy as just us telling you Coronado Springs is the best resort on the planet <laughs> and you picking it as much as we would love to. I still think you need to take all these things into consideration Absolutely. when you're doing it. Absolutely. Next. Because, too, if you're not yes. a family, if it's just, you know, me and you going and we were going to do food and wine, uh, we would totally want to stay on the boardwalk area and not have to worry about we to- We definitely and, would, you know, if, if budget allows. You know? so, but at the same time, I will say, you know, as much as, as I have discredited the Murphy beds at the values, if it's just you and I, I actually love a pop or yeah. movies, or the newly refurbed music rooms, like they actually are very spacious for a room that isn't spacious at that point. Right. So I think for a couple or a solo trip, mm-hmm. those are really good. And I do believe at that point, sometimes saving the money and spending it elsewhere. And again, it doesn't even have to be about saving money. It can just be about rebudgeting and allocating yep. money in other areas. Absolutely. Would Absolutely. I rather? You know, would I rather you and I go for an anniversary weekend? Isn't going to happen this year. I have a feeling because our anniversary is coming up. It'll be the first time in four or five years. At least it's not a big anniversary. It's just number fourteen. Yeah, that's true. If is that was... what it is? It's fourteen. Wow. I mean, it feels it feels like it's been a year. With how much <laughs> in love I still am with you. It is. Not. <laughs> I thought it was our twentieth. If I'm being honest. No. So, really? but, but no, I, I I don't. But I'm very sad that we will not be making it. If if there is any way the parks are opened up again by April 22nd, we will find a way to do, to do something. I don't know what. I don't know what. But okay. anywho, um, you do have to think. You know, if if you and I said we have X budget, we can go and we can stay at Polly. But then we couldn't eat at just say a restaurant that we've been dying to eat. Let's say Tiffins we haven't eaten at. I might consider trading up and saying let's stay at a value in a refurb room and going all out at Tiffins. Yeah. You know, for people like us that are able to travel there Absolutely. often. So things to think about. And we have a car. So that's huge that helps a lot. too. Yes. That's why something like picking a value would be easier for us. Yes, much easier because we don't have to rely on their transportation. Correct. I didn't even have that on the list, but if you have your own mode of transportation, you're right. That that can greatly change our transportation option. Correct. If you are never going to ride a Disney bus, you don't have to worry about transportation. Correct. Uh, next, as we were bringing up eating, you know, how much do you put value in food? How much do you put in restaurants? Are you getting up every at morning your park. I mean, at, wait, at your excuse resort? Excuse me, at your resort. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you do you want to end the day at your own resort at a table service restaurant? Right. If so, values are off the board. Correct. You know, do you want a wonderful place like Three Bridges to sit at night? Yep. Oh, yeah. Boom. 
Coronado Springs. You know what I mean? But I do think you need to look at that. You know, uh, Do you eat breakfast every single morning? Right. And what does that consist of? Right. Do you want to go to a Kona Cafe for your breakfast one or two days a week? Do you want to have multiple options? Or are you okay with any of your resort meals just being a standard quick service food court like the values have? Correct. You know, um, are you thinking that you might like a little bar area? You might like some good restaurants. Your budget isn't quite where it needs to be. But Pop Century and Art of Animation fall into play because, again, if you ride the Skyliner, you're a quick ride to Banana Cabana, yep. Sebastian's Bistro, oh, Bar Riva, oh, Topolinas Terrace, or if you have a park hopper or something, into one of the parks. Yep. Absolutely. So those are the things to take into consideration as far as food goes. Oh, yeah. Um, are you somebody who wants to bring your own food and cook it or eat in room or have delivery service? Because then you're potentially looking at a DVC style resort, one bedroom yeah. with a kitchen. Say, where are you going, honey? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that's right. I think of getting Saratoga a one Springs. bedroom at Saratoga oh, Springs so at fun. Key West. You know, some of these places that yes, have a full yeah. kitchen. That was fun. That might be important because you think we're not going to eat a lot of meals out, right? You know, and if you're staying at a value resort with their tiny little fridge, how much food can you prep in there? You don't have a microwave in the room. You'd have to walk down to the food courts. Things like that are what you need to to truly think about as far as food goes. And again, all of this falls under budgeting. Of course. All right. Resort size is very important depending, I think, on your party. Okay. What do you mean? Well, we're talking about me, well, we're talking about some of these large resorts, you know, uh, Coronado Springs, a Caribbean Beach. Do you have somebody who's in an ECV? Okay. Do you have somebody okay. that isn't in an ECV, but they're like my dad, who's had ridiculous amount of knee full knee re- surgeries? Right. You know, do we want my dad, who's going to wake up most mornings, he's going to go get my mom a coffee, and he's going to probably buy her a banana <laughs> if they don't bring them? Do we want him walking from trinidad in caribbean beach area up to old port royale you know do we want him on the other side of alligator bayou and walking to the main lobby and food court over at riverside okay you know those are the things i think you need to think about as far as size goes okay because that can that can be important you know we love we love to walk I, i love to get up in the morning and there's this place there's this little place called coronado springs i don't know if you guys have heard of it at Disney, <laughs> to me, there's nothing better than, than, you know, whether you make the room, the coffee in room, or you go down to El Mercado or something or Barcelona and you get it and just walk that circle of the resort. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. If I had to wake up in the morning and go get my mom coffee, I love you, the walk. You, right, I started to say, you'd you know, enjoy so, it, but if you're the type that doesn't, or yep. again, you're the type that says, we're going to eat at the food court, we need it, we need it snappy, you know? Are you? Right. I need to be able to get there and back real quick because we're going to rope drop and I don't want all this extra wasted time. Are you looking at preferred rooms? Are you looking at standard rooms? Right. You know, are you looking at something like a French Quarter, which is a much, much smaller resort you can get around easily? Yep. What building are you staying in at Poly? You know, I mean, contemporary. Are you just hopping on an elevator and heading down to the airport there and getting <laughs> it from the Starbucks? I don't know where it's overpriced and it costs twice as much. That's just the type of thing you really need to think about with size of resort. Okay. Finally, I think this can be very important. What is one of our final thoughts on how do you pick your Disney resort? Well, um, it's Disney. Mm -hmm. And it is the theming. Yeah. 
what would you like? Would you like a um, oversized, giant, three-story ballerina? Um, a pongo? Which is, you know... Who that is, right? The dog from 101 I'm Dalmatians. like, you're looking at me like... Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got you. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got you. The um, value resort. Which is value theming. resort theming. Um, would you like the clean and just, um, you know, sterile looking what, pop century, basically? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, you're, you're looking at... You're looking at different levels, and I always call it as, you know, I think the value the values are Disney-themed resorts. Right. To me, when you get more into the moderate and the deluxes, there are geographical-themed resorts. So how important is that to you? Do you want to not only experience Disney, but you also want to experience what it would be like to stay in the Pacific Northwest, like Wilderness Lodge? Correct. You know, do, do, or do you want to see... Larger than life, Buzz Lightyear's and and Woody and Rex and Bo Peep, which may be better for young children. Or do you want to know what it's like to go to the French Riviera? Right. So those are the things you have to think about. And does that even matter to you? Because if if the theming doesn't matter to you, then you can go stay off property, and we'll we'll cover some off property, you know, pros and, and cons in a future episode. I'll make a note. Okay. But you know, don't worry about Disney. Don't worry about theming. So, you know, I, I just one of the one of the hardest things can often be is picking your resort. Um, I hope this shed some light or, or gave some ideas. <laughs> you know, I, I I I'm in a ton of groups. The uh, the magical guides groups uh, are run by some terrific people. Uh, they have one for pretty much every individual property, and then sometimes they'll lump some properties together, like the monorail resorts or Epcot area. But one of the questions I see in there all the time is, do I pick Coronado or Riverside? Do I pick, you know, All Star Music or Pop? Right. And these it's not a it's not a simple answer. Right. And everybody has their opinion. Right. But I hope that this gives some tangible takeaways and ideas that you can apply individually to your family and your trip. Right. As as we we've said before, if somebody says, "Jeremy, where should we stay at Walt Disney World?" I'm probably going to say Coronado Springs. <laughs> but Correct. that doesn't mean it is the best for your family. Right based on all this criteria. So that's what I want people to think about. And uh, hopefully this did help. Um, You know, this is, uh, we're we're continuing these, these topical, I guess, series. I hope that these will be useful and evergreen in the future. If somebody listens to this a year from now, I think most of this information should still apply. Um, I can't wait to get back to reviewing stuff. Oh yeah. And and not sure how long that will be. Mm. But I do have a long list of topics we're gonna do. Uh, you know, if you have not joined the Capture the Magic community in Facebook, please do so. Yes. And you can always post in there and say, you know, Rhonda, Jeremy, Jared, Jamie, here's something I'd love to hear you guys talk about. Oh, we can add it to the list. Yep. Uh, if it's a good idea. If it's not, <laughs> then we just won't respond and then you'll just hopefully get the hint. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, As I post this in that Capture the Magic community, please let us know what requirements and criteria you look for when deciding on your resort choice at Walt Disney World. Yes. And if you have not done so already, we would love if you subscribe to Main Street Magic. And you might as well subscribe to Capture the Magic and the Diz Dudes as well. And as long as you're out there subscribing, why don't you just leave all of us a rating and review? Because it helps all of our shows grow. That's all we've got. 
We'll see you real soon.